Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hello and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today I'm having a fantastic fireside chat with Mark Anderson from Paradiso Ceramics, one of our graduates of the Clever Bunch program. And Mark runs a fantastic e-commerce business and has so many great insights and lessons to share from how to find the right suppliers and artisans to provide high quality products to the two key things you must put into your contract with potential suppliers and the best marketing strategies that are working right now with the highest return on investment. So let's dive straight in. Welcome to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, I am super happy to be joined by Margaret Anderson, who is one of the founders of Paradiso Ceramics, and also one of our Clever Bunch graduates, who is just an amazing human and also a real action taker when it comes to growing her business and, and also just a really, really interesting business. So I'm really happy to have you here, Margaret. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Francisca. So maybe just to get people introduced to Paradiso Ceramics, do you want to share a little bit about your business and even your journey? How did you how did you start such a cool business? Well, my first visit to Italy was in 2006 on my 50th birthday. And uh, we stayed near a town called Deruta. And Deruta is famous in the central Italy. It's famous for ceramics. And we fell in love with this hand-painted pottery then and then returned to Italy several times, more times, and kept collecting pieces when, for our home. And um, in 2014, one of the couples that came with us uh, also was pretty enamoured by it. They live close to us in Crookwell in New South Wales. And they came to us a couple of years later and Jan had shared, I really, um, we would love to do this. We would love to import these ceramics, but we just didn't have the funds to, to do it. So Mike and Marguerite approached us one day and said, how about it? We fund it, you sell it. Let's give it a go. So um, Paradiso Ceramics was launched in um, December 2017. Yeah, and, and your ceramics is very unique. So it's, tell us a little bit more about it too. And also we, I highly recommend for people to check out paradisoceramics.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. Tell us a bit about the product because it is, it is very niche and it's very unique. Yeah, uh, this, it's called Maiolica and it's a particular form of making pottery that goes back about 500 years. Italy in particular is, um, makes a lot of maiolica and Deruta itself has um, it's got the particular clay uh, in the area so they literally have been making this pottery for 500 years and the process is pretty it, it's hardly changed in those 500 years so it's a five-step process so they mold the clay fire it dip it into a liquid glaze hand paint it and then fire it again and uh, so each piece is unique. Each piece is um, handcrafted. Each piece is special. So it's um, it's time intensive, but it's just beautiful. And yeah, 
yeah, we just love it. So, you know, you can get just about anything in it from jewellery to serving wear and lamps and tables, made painted, hand-painted lava stone tables. So we just thought, let's let's share it. You know, we've filled our house with it. Maybe we share it with Australians. And we discovered that nobody else really was doing it in Australia, um, which probably should have been a bit of a warning signal to us that it was going to be quite challenging because none of us had really a, much of a retail background. Um, but we just thought, let's just jump in and give it a go. Yeah, and, and so tell us a little bit about, so you're working with the artisans in Italy directly? Yes, so and, in many visits, in our many visits, we got to know um, quite a few artists over there or um, the manager of the uh, factories there where they painted them. Um, and one bit in particular where we really loved their stuff, it was high quality, uh, Gabriella said to us one day, um, we could go into business and we went, yeah, sure, <laughs> you know, we'd love to. So this is probably back in our third or fourth visit there in the early two, 2010, maybe 12. And uh, but we thought, oh, that's just a dream. And then when Mike and Marguerite said, let's make that dream a, a reality, let's see if we can. So we set up, um, we went in 2017 on a buying trip. That was pretty fun. Um, and uh, we went round to the artists that we knew and uh, we set up an agreement with them and how this could, we could make it work. So we had, uh, we've changed suppliers. That initial one, Gabriella and Carlo are our major suppliers and they're fabulous to work with. Some we've had to say, hmm, we weren't happy with the quality or they weren't reliable. It's very challenging um, buying from Italians, dealing with Italians. So we found that some work really well, some we can we can really trust and some we've had to let go. Yeah, I wanted to actually ask that as you know, part of your sort of journey as an entrepreneur. And it's interesting because you had you had this dream for like more than seven years and then you made it a reality. You know, you never gave up the dream. And and on this journey, because I know a lot of people that are sourcing products in different countries they will and i've had the same with ocean lovers we we run into challenges or some suppliers work out some don't and some are you know nice to work with some are not so great to work with tell us a little bit about that journey what were some of the obstacles how did you overcome them even language you know i'm not sure if you guys speak italian any of the sort of lessons from that supplier journey uh, I speak a bit of Italian badly, so very highly dependent on Google Translate. So, and generally that's worked. We did, um, we did have a friend of a friend who lived, who was an Australian who lived near Deruta, who we engaged initially to be our interpreter. And she went around with some of the suppliers just to make sure that we were really understanding what they meant, <laughs> we meant. And um, when we set up our initial agreements and she um, liaised with a few of them in the early days, but we don't need her anymore. But she was really useful. Um, it was really about relationships in particular. And um, it was setting up that level of trust 
and then working out um, a very loose contract saying when we place an order with you, you will keep the same prices for two years we had in it and that you will, um, from the date we place the order, you will have it ready to send within 30 days. Now, that's completely gone out the window <laughs> over time because we've ordered more and more and they can't do it in 30 days and then we'll get a customer who wants something specific, so we'll tag something onto a, an order and so and we also bring it in by ship now, not by air, except for exceptional ones. So we're reducing the cost. The cost is huge for freight and for taxes. So we're that's one of our biggest challenges is making this what we would say affordable. Yeah, that's, those are such amazing and valuable points for anyone else here listening in that is working with overseas suppliers. Even your contract, you know, even those two points, even though one of them went out the window, keeping the price for at least two years so that you yeah. guys don't have to keep adjusting yours and then mm. having the product ready in a certain amount of time. And then also, you know, one of your lessons you shared is actually just calculating also the cost of importing, import tax in Australia we have, and shipping costs. So you realize yeah. that shipping via, via ship is cheaper than air freight. Yeah, it's much cheaper. The other thing that we learned fairly early on, if we could keep an order under $1,000, there's no tax. There's no customs duty on it. So if we would get, um, sometimes we would just put through a small order. It can come faster. And because we don't have the, the customs duty on it, we could then bring it in by air. So we do that now and then. So if a customer wants something quite urgently, we'll tag some other on to, things onto that. And um, we've always, uh, we, we set up hmm, orders over $100 being free shipping. We set up about two and a half years ago. That's been a really good thing for us. And we just worked out we had you know a couple of years of online sales we could work out how much the postage was um as a proportion of how much our, um, we were selling and it was really only about 10 percent of how much we were selling so we just added 10 percent to our prices to cover free shipping so things like that we learned along the way it was good great awesome and also do you do do you order some bulk items too to have in your in your warehouse yeah. to then, yeah, ship very quickly, right? Yeah, we do because we now know the most popular products and uh, and so we always keep um, supplies of that. Although something that um, we were looking at to your little, uh, a little lesson a couple of, a few weeks ago, Francisca, that says simplify, you know, don't have too many things. And we do think we have too many. I mean, we have the largest range of maiolica in Australia but we have so much then. So keeping track of it, um, keeping, you know, keeping it in stock and things. So we're, we're now whittling, looking at what we can do and whittling that down. I've actually taken off several items off our website to see if that does make a difference in the number of people who convert because you said, you know, too much choice can actually be a deterrent, not an attractor. So we're, we're trying that at the moment. Right. Awesome. Yeah. You're constantly trying and, and testing to see what's working. And it's just such a great, I just love your story because you, you went into, none of you had retail experience. 
and you went to retail, no, and you're you're hustling, you're making it work, and it's a very it's you know the I think one of the first things about a product business is that you, in retail is you need to have a good product, and you have that. What what is some of the best advice you have ever been given as a business owner? And then we'll look at some marketing strategies too. All right. Um, what are some of them? I've got quite a few. Well, just about everything that I've learned from the Clever Bunch program has been useful um, and still a lot more to learn. I think um, it was getting good advice in the early days. There's um, The New South Wales government has, or I think it is a federal thing, called um, Business Enterprise Centres. And um, they have business advisors. Now, they were they were giving us free advice, and we we had about five of them. I think they kept changing, leaving. Um, that was challenging, but every one of them had something good to offer. We got somebody um, really good to do our website. We decided on Shopify early in the piece, um, but it realised I couldn't do it. None of us had web building. Capability. So getting a good website developer and once he got it set up and I could learn it myself, I've been able to manage that without needing anything extra. I think, um, oh, there's a zillion things that I've barely learned from Clever Bunch. One of them was the, um, we wanted to, we didn't have a good email base, customer base and emails. And we knew that we ought to be communicating more directly. So um, we set up the opt-in um, option of getting 15% off if you sign up for our email newsletter when you get people jump on our website because we get probably over a 1,000 people a month going onto our website. And we jumped from, I looked it up, so in August we had about 300 people on our contact list. We now have 1,200. So we got about yeah, that was really good. We go to markets, only good markets, big markets that have people who've got the money to spend on things like this. And one of the um, ideas that came from Clever Bunch was offering um, something so people would give us their email addresses at the markets. And so we just offered a bowl of, for us. It's a beautiful bowl and, you know, it's it's a large bowl, but it doesn't cost us in terms, you know, of dollar price much. But o- over three markets, we have got over 500 names, email addresses. Which, yeah, that's worth going to the markets and being there and paying the market fee. And the really important point that you said here, which a lot of business owners miss, and I hope that the listeners here take this away as a reminder you said you go to markets where the right audience comes. So people that can afford the ceramics, people that are more likely to buy ceramics, which is a really simple but important point. It was really um, the Italian markets in Sydney have been fabulous. Um, and so we're now going to look, we've got, we're finding out others around the country and we may make the, the move to go to them. There is only four of us who are in this business, and I do probably the bulk of everything, but all four of us go to the markets. That's another thing that's helped is um, we've got more comfortable with our brand and our branding. So we paid for a beautiful marquee to be made instead of just having the Oztrail white 
marquee. We now have one that's got a lot of branding on it and tablecloths and we all wear a, a, a navy blue vest with our name on it and our, and our logo. So little things like that I think have made us feel better and more putting out, you know, we are a high-end product. We had to get really comfortable with that we're selling a high-end product and the price that we, therefore, that was okay to be charging without feeling guilty or embarrassed about how much the price is. And so just getting everything in line, getting our little postcards, which we idea we also got from Basic Bananas. So instead of having a flyer, we have a nice little postcard that looks like something you put on your fridge and are using Italian words in it. So we, I think our image has, is better fits the product we're selling now. Yeah, your your branding, you've definitely uplifted everything and it's very cohesive now. There is this unity across the board and also this crazy professionalism, with, which you say for you all personally, it's making you feel more confident, but also for the customer, for us, it's a way for us to go, wow, yeah, these guys know what they're doing and, and they're cohesive. There's this consistency across the touch points. Mm-hmm. Now, Let's quickly look at some of the best marketing strategies that you have implemented throughout the Clever Bunch. And, and definitely, I'm super keen for you to share your lumpy mail campaign because not many businesses nail that one. And you just started doing it. And I really like what you're doing. And the results are fantastic, too. Well, Francisco, you kept hassling us saying, when are you going to contact the restaurants? They're your, they're your target audience. Got to be one of your audiences. All right. So we thought, okay, lumpy mail. Let's, um, let's send them a letter. We, sorry, we, we went back and we thought, let's send it to just 10 restaurants, five in Melbourne, five in Sydney. We just Googled best Italian restaurants in Melbourne and Sydney, chose, um, five and wrote them a letter and said, hello, this is us, you know, we just, do you think this would enhance, you know, your Italian, um, what you're offering there? And so you can see um, the quality of our work. We sent them a little um, oil bottle pourer. So it was ceramic, hand-painted. We'd just sit in the top of a, an oil bottle and they could use it next to their stove or, you know, when they're cooking. We thought that's a bit relevant to them as well as giving them an idea. So we sent out 10 and uh, within a week we got one restaurant owner came back to us saying, loved your letter, really loved the oil bottle pour and appreciated it. What sort of price could you give me on? And there was a whole host of photos from our website saying, you know, I'm really interested in all of these. And so I went back and I said, okay, we can give you this sort of deal on it. He said, all right. And it was $2,300 worth. And he has, it's his restaurant at the Crown Casino in Sydney. He's got a new Italian restaurant there and he had an antipasto um, plate. I should table he was setting up a modern genuine Italian ceramics in it and we went well that was <laughs> better than we could have hoped so we're going to do some more Francisco we're going to send when I get back from holidays I'll send out some more lumpy mails to more yeah. I'm really happy to to hear that he had such a quick 
win on this one because I know I have been hassling you for so long <laughs> to do this. <laughs> and basically, you know, the, your result is 10. You sent out 10 lumpy mails, so 10 direct mails to very, very targeted audiences. And you got 10% return, which is crazy. So one out of 10, that's a really high return. So, you know, not everyone can expect that, but you did a, such a fantastic job. And the product that you sent is a representation of what a little teaser of what people could get more of. And for you, the cost wouldn't have been that high. So the return on your investment is really high. Yeah. The whole thing probably would have cost us maybe $150, $200 for those 10. Yeah. So great. Yeah. What well, Are there any other marketing campaigns or strategies that you wanted to share? You shared so many already. Also with yeah. your... Yeah. I think I think the giveaway at the markets was really good. So um, we were really shocked how people lined up to put their give us their email address, and you know it really was a very small cost for us. But we got two hundred email addresses the first time we did that, and you know people were throwing the email addresses at us, and hardly anyone unsubscribes. I think the email newsletter then that we now send out a monthly one as well as usually something mid-month. We keep it fairly short. It's usually an offer in it, something personal. We've started a blog, so that's um, that's just a story. We call them Tales from Italy. And um, we get about 40%. Um, always we get 40% of people open and read those emails, so we think that's a pretty good. That's, that's indicating I think we have an engaged audience. Very, yeah, that's very high. And also, you know, th- just at the markets, 200 new contacts that you just got from doing a giveaway. If you did a, a digital campaign on that with paid advertising, that will cost you a lot of money. So you just, you're just leveraging the channels that you're already on, like markets, for example, and you're getting the most out of them now, which is just so great to hear. Now. When we go to a market like our last time, we, we've started events as well. So we now have, you know, be immersed in Italy for a weekend and come and visit. Our, um, we, we've moved out of our shop in town and we've, we've just taken over yet another quarter of our garage is now our showroom and our shop. Uh, it's 10 minutes out of our country town. It's not a, we're on the path to anywhere. But we're starting to get people wanting to come to us, especially from Canberra. Um, had a couple of people come down from Sydney to visit us. And if they come, they buy. Yeah. And we've got somebody who dropped in. Unfortunately, while we're away, fortunately our house sitter is very obliging. I was happy to show them in. But it was friends of other their friends who had come down and seen our shop who knew Daruta and they just turned up. Say and she bought over three hundred dollars worth. So um, that was a bold move for us to move out of town into this. But I think it's starting to work. And we've had two weekends now, two events, and we promoted online and in the local papers. And yeah, so um, they've also been a bit of a, a stretch for us to do that. So we give them wine, Italian wine, and. You know, we have a very Italian-looking house that's made out of mud brick and it's got a grapevine-covered pergola and things. So we give them yummy Italian treats and they can walk around our big garden and we try and make that into it. So we'll do another one in spring. 
It's so great to hear. It's really, you know, when I look at your journey and, and having worked with you for the last year, it's just this consistent effort on every front and taking action. You're really out there taking action and implementing. You're not hiding behind the computer and waiting for a miracle. You're out there. You're doing things and you're implementing. And that's what's paying off now. Just to wrap it up, if you could share one or two or however many more tips with our listeners, so fellow business owners, what would you love to share? Well, I think one of the things that was a hurdle for us was being comfortable with our price points. So to, to um, we tried to keep our prices really low initially and we just, the margin was so small. Um, we've still not... Um, we're still not drawing an income. Every profit, all the profits we make, we pour back into buying more stock. So um, that's five and a half years down the track. Well, I hope that's going to change in the next year. But getting comfortable with the product that we were selling was worth what we should be charging for it and not feeling embarrassed about that was a big one for us. But the other major one, Francisca, is that people should join the Clever Bunch and do the basic bananas program because it really has been the turning point for us. We battled along, you know, but I just didn't know what I was doing. I felt I kept trying different, you know, thing here and there and not getting results. And so to, to find the clever bunch program, which was systematic and gave you time and support to try things was, it's been just fantastic. It makes me feel a lot more optimistic that we're going to survive beyond our five and a half years and thrive. That's really kind. That's a really nice, you know, for you to say that about the, the program from someone who has been there and has been, you know, is in the trenches and running a small business. Thank you so much for saying that. And it's been such an honor to have you on this journey too and in our community. And as you say, you know, five, you've been in business for five and a half years. That's longer than 80% of businesses in Australia probably so you you're definitely now at the point where you're with the efforts that you got in place and with the it's almost like you're you've gained this momentum now you know talking about these people showing up at the at the warehouse to at the showroom to come and and see what you have because word is spreading not just because a miracle happened but because you made it happen with your actions so it's just fantastic to to hear that so thank you so much for sharing thanks mark anyone here listening in definitely check out it's just a great case study of persistence and also selecting the right product selecting the right artisans so they're selecting the right suppliers check out paradisoceramics.com and you can also find a, a way to contact margaret through the website and if you do know of course if you do know any italian restaurants or anyone who is super in love with italian ceramics you know where to send them now. You know, Paradiso Ceramics is your place. And definitely, I, I still feel that your product is very, 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 very fairly priced. You're, you know, you're understanding now the, the, the cost of making it and you've seen the process, importing it and then selling it in Australia. You're very fair with your pricing. So anyone get in quick. <laughs> well, we've pointed to your, your um, idea, the price anchor thing has really resonated with us too and we've really stuck our neck out and we've got 12 lava stone tables on order oh, at wow. the moment 
Yeah, so they're our price anchor and they're all useful and expensive. But they're so we we think it's time we we tried it. And it's working. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you so much, Francisca and Christo. We we've really um got so much out of this program. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for joining me also today, for taking the time out on your holiday. And as I, as you know, also I shared with you, I'm in Greece also wrapped up in a big jacket because it's not really Greek weather right now. So thank you for taking the time out on your, on your vacation. And I always enjoy talking to you too. Oh, thanks, Francisca. Bye. Bye. See you soon. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.